Hey, Hoops Crew, what's going on out there? It's your boy, Frank. Uh, We recorded this episode last Tuesday. Uh, This is going to get released on Sunday. It's a little out of date. Uh, Since then, there have been two more games of basketball that have been played. Uh, The series is tied 2-2. We weren't able to get this uh, episode up as quickly as we would have wanted. I unfortunately was a little under the weather last week, but all good now um and uh just wanted to kind of uh set the context uh before we release this episode um but we've got a really great episode for you today i'll let you get to that and uh love you bye should we name this uh steph curry is the villain after the john proctor (laughs) oh yeah there we go john proctor is the villain or maybe it should be like Jason Tatum as the villain or. Well, but the idea. Draymond Green. No, no, but. Now, Steph. Steph no, is, it's not, it doesn't work. I don't know yeah, that I Steph like would that work because better. Steph isn't a villain, but he he works for the joke because he's such a like revered hero. Right. Like, so Draymond Green is the villain. Like a lot of people, I think, already feel that way. Steph Curry is the villain is like provocative in the same way that John Proctor yeah. is the villain. But it might be a little too inside baseball because like yeah, I don't yeah. know it's if people little... have seen this play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. I think it we'll, I think we'll it also get there. We'll get there. like yeah. we don't want we don't want MCAT and Chloe to riot when they listen to the pod. Right. I, we right. can also called. just call it like mansplain or something. <laughs> like because it's just Whoa, really mansplaining, nice. mansplaining basketball. Perfect. Yeah. There yeah. you go. There we go. All right. We're mansplaining basketball. Finally. Um, uh, and guys, can I just say, finally, finally, a basketball show with three white guys talking, you know, <laughs> like who haven't played organized basketball in, in years. <laughs> yeah. Years. I years. never played in high school. Didn't I know make my Greg, varsity team. Greg did. He, he didn't yeah. make the varsity team, but that was because the coach had it out coach for you. Oh, I yeah. told you that story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 The coach had it out for you. I think you told it on the pod. I did tell it on, I told <laughs> on the, I might have told it on the pod, but I told it on the bus ride <laughs> to your engagement party. That's right. That's right. Do you want to share that story with the pod right now? Let's just, we're going. We're going well, here, right now. Here. Do you want to, do you want to, welcome everybody to the Hoops Crew? It's the best basketball show you've never heard of. That was our first ever cold open. Welcome. What an amazing uh, opening. What an amazing show we have for you today. Like I was saying in the cold open, you know, finally. It's just the boys. It's just the bros. Pour, uh, pour some out for Mary Catherine and Chloe, who are unfortunately unavailable this evening. They have other commitments. But tonight, we're going to be mansplaining basketball to you out there. Uh, shout out to Poland. And uh, just welcome. I mean, you know, who would I be if I just mansplained basketball by myself bill simmons okay that's not that's not me i bring in the best of the best i bring in the best of the best and joining me now as always is the best of the best greg toomey how you doing greg hey hey frank there he is there he is you like that yeah Yeah. up on that mic yeah just get just get right in there this is some ASMR. This is, you know. Yeah, this is ASMR PTS. Does the, 
Does the, the ASMR can we make ASMR fit into mansplaining basketball somehow? Is that is that possible? Yeah, yeah. yeah well, because the closer you get to it, the 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 more real it gets. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, and speaking of real, we got a real one here. We got a real big fish on the line, and we're cranking him in. <laughs> It's Matt's Veracino. You can't that see that, but Matt was... had his he was doing his microphone as like a no, reel. I, I was doing I was doing um ASMR. I was making a floppy sound. Oh wait, I couldn't hear it. Hang on. Do it again. It doesn't sound like anything. I can't hear it. <laughs> oh, God Wait, damn what it. was it that you were doing to Wait, me? Hey, doing? Frank. Hey, Frank. How's it going, buddy? Can you, like, rub your finger? Rub your wedding ring over the mic. That's I'm not getting anything. That noise reduction that is really noise reduction? Yeah, yeah. Way to go, Zoom. Nothing. There it is. Oh. It was there for a second. Man. Well, yeah. uh, we'll, we'll fix it in post. <laughs> Oh, I think I think your treble might have gone up just a little bit. Went up a tad. Little, yeah. little hot. A little hot. Let, let, here, give me a little bit more. How's this? How how are we now? Is that okay? I think that's better. Think what do you okay. think, Greg? Well, we're, yeah. not, we're not even, but we're no, we're no, no. Not. What is it? it need to go down or up? <laughs> I would t- a tippy tap, tippy tap down, tippy tap down. How about that? That's so good. Now, Greg was just about to tell us. A great story. I heard this in a van ride to my engagement party. Uh, but this is this is uh, the story of high school Greg. This story was teased in our cold open. Greg, uh, take it. You have the floor. You have the floor. Yeah. Well, you know, we were just talking about how we're basketball experts. You know, absolutely. You know, in, in- <laughs> When we're living in that truth. Sure. But it's like, how do we get there? You know, now in high school, I played a little JV basketball. Two mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. Second year, we were really good. Junior year comes auditioning for. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm trying out for the, the varsity. Actually, it's a two-part story, but I'll make it quick. Junior year of varsity tryouts. I was, uh, we had to run back and forth, like, you know, like 50 times down and back of the court. Like, and it's kind of like an endurance test. And the two captains that year like were half assing and they finished, but I knew that I was like in first or second. Cause it was like me and this other guy pacing. Then all of a sudden the, these other guys stopped. I'm like still going. I'm like, well, I know you're not done. So I just freaked out on them. Like, I was just like, no, I'm sorry. I'm not going to let you guys do this. You're fucking lazy. You're not, you know, you just, you know, you're going to make the team that cursed them out. You know, we got a big, Fight. You're mailing it in. You're mailing it in. Needless guys. to say, you need to show up for this audition. Right. Like, don't you got Kasi? Well, because uh, you know this, what it this was? This was to the captains. This was to this the captains. Two right? captains. Yeah. I was looking around and seeing kids I just knew weren't going to make it. Like, no offense, but like, you know, but I saw them giving like their all. Like, and I'm just like, this is so effed up. Like, that these two guys are just going to look mm-hmm. for lack of a term, LeBron James it and just. <laughs> Like, it's, when, it's when it's when the person behind the table at the audition is just like you know looking down and right checking the phone. phone yeah so i get you know lena said i didn't make the team that year second senior year i was so all greg didn't to make, make it. it hang on just to pause and recap greg didn't make the team because he was trying to motivate other guys the captains of the team the leaders of the team to step it up and set a good example and this yeah. is Continue, this is greg. 
again, this is Greg Toomey, like basketball, Greg Toomey, basketball expert, Greg Toomey, basketball expert, yeah. Greg. Yeah. Go ahead, Greg. Senior year, um, I was revved up to to try to make it this year. We had a different coach who came in, who who actually was some guy who like somehow he has a Maryland championship ring because he was like an equip. He was like a not a manager, but he was like something for that team the year they won. So he was like nice. kind of like you know thinking he whatever. It's cool. I mean to have the ring, but whatever. So I was like, I was excited. I was like, okay, I'm gonna go all out. So in the fall, we're just like shooting around in the gym after work. Oh gosh, my mind after work, you know, like after school. And, um, you know, we weren't technically supposed to be in the gym at the time. Um, cause it was closed, but you know, you just sneak in and he came in and kind of like grabbed the ball after someone missed and walks out with my and ball. This is your ball. My basketball. This is not a, uh, this is not a, you know, gym. Yeah. There's not a prop. This. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so not from the props table. So he walks away and I'm like, Hey, what's, Hey man, like, that's my ball. Like, what's up? Do y'all can't be in here. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We got you. We got you. Like, if it's cool, like, you know, give him a ball. We'll go out. We'll go to the park or whatever. He's like, no, no, it's okay. And I'm like, well, give me my ball back. Like, you know, like I get the lesson, like we're not allowed to be in here, but give me all that kept going. And finally he, like, he's walking into his office. He turns around, he faces me with the ball out in his hand and goes, I guess you chose this ball over playing for the team this year. What? And, and took I, the ball. I and took not, the ball. Yeah. yeah. I, well, so I, well, so I took, well, no, I, I took, he gave me, that was like the thing. Like he was oh, giving he me the ball. So I, yeah. He gave it to me. So I, I took it and I was like, okay. And then he, as then but I he said, was serious. Right. Then I said, you know what? That is, and like, well, I walked away like at first, but then I was like, Greg, classic Greg Toomey style, like, just like, you know what? I'm fuck this. I'm not going to play with this guy. I went, I went back and like banged on the office door. I said, you know what? That is bullshit. You would make me not play for a team over a stupid ball because we were playing in the gym. That is so stupid. I don't even want to play for your team if that's the way. And then he was like, oh, well, and then he like slammed the door on me and I go, jackass <laughs> and I walked away I love it needless to say I got suspended for two days for cursing out a teacher Boo. on top of that on That's top so of that what teachers, ego no teachers ego taking tripping. stuff yeah. teachers yeah. taking stuff from so students fragile. fucked up yeah, I was guys, always fucked up. You guys want to see Greg? That was a great story. Thank so you that's for about sharing. It. Yeah, good Thanks job for Greg. listening. You should I'm have sorry made I it. forgot the detail. I thought he confiscated the ball. Like entirely. Well, no, yeah, he he was. That was like the whole thing. Like the power. Like fine, you want the yeah. ball? You're not gonna play for the team. Like okay. fucking <laughs> asshole. Hey, look at this. Look at this guy right here. Can you guys Frank see this? Is showing us a, a picture on his phone. Uh, it looks like it's a really young boy. It. Here, I'll send a young. It. <laughs> It's a young JJ Reddick holding a basketball. I don't know. It was a a young kid and his face was all whited out. I'm texting you guys, right? It wasn't showing up on the zoom, but I'm, Mm. I'm texting it to you right now. Um, I found this photo when I was at my house going through some old photos. Oh, okay. This appears to be a young JJ Reddick. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I had a I had a photo of young JJ Reddick at my house. I don't know why, but uh but yeah. That's incredible. Is this yeah. you, Frank? Yeah, this is me. This, this is, is me. adorable. So we that's have um good. we have a young Frank Severich wearing a black t-shirt and gym shorts holding a spalding basketball. He's got a, a nice little comb over, kind of the same vibes he he has today. The basketball is probably it's like a quarter of the size. It's like about half the size of my torso. 
I want to say. Yeah. Oh, at so least, what does that put yeah. me at? Like eight years old, maybe? Uh, yeah. Seven, Something eight like years that. old. That yeah. seems about right. Yeah. How old he's is got, the ball? He's... <laughs> Good question. It looks pretty orange. I think it's... it does look pretty orange. Mm. And the letter, the NBA letterings, it's the, the spacing is different on it. Mm. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well uh, should we start the pod? Yeah, or? let's start the pod. Let's start the pod, guys. We're mansplaining basketball all day long today, and we got a great agenda for you. We have uh, the first quarter, which is, of course, the NBA Finals. Now, ever heard of it? Ever heard of it? Yeah, I think you have because it's the last one. Okay, this is the last one. This one is for all the marbles. This one goes all the way. Now we've got Boston versus Golden State, and it's uh, it's a it's a real uh, state of the state of play is very competitive. Uh, I don't know. Bail me out here, guys. The series <laughs> is tied right now. Uh, Boston won the first one kind of decisively in the fourth quarter. And then, and then Golden State in the second half of the second game just fucking crushed Boston. So, yeah. um, you know, before we get to the finals, maybe let's do a little bit look back at the, at the, uh, the championship final rounds just real previously quick. on. Yeah. yeah. Because Boston kind of kind I mean, it was a seven game series against Miami, but they kind of beat the shit out of them and golden state definitely beat the shit out of the Mavericks. So, uh, you know, both of these teams coming in pretty hot into the finals, and that's exciting. Uh, I think we've got a good matchup on our hands. What are you guys thinking? How many games do you think this is going, first of all? I think, um, I, so I feel like every year in the finals, people feel like it's going to be a long series, most years at least. Um, and I, I think we saw in the playoffs this year, like, Boston played in two game sevens, but we didn't get a whole bunch of game sevens. And like the, in the finals, it's pretty rare. I think that that goes to a game seven. Like, I don't think it's happened. I guess since uh, LeBron's Cavs came back and upset the Warriors, but I do kind of feel like this series having said all that will go seven. And Frank, I think you made uh, a similar prediction before the series. I picked Warriors in seven. I, you, I think picked Boston in seven. Um, but it does feel like these teams are pretty evenly matched. Like Golden State kind of has that, you know, aura of this dynasty and they've got the same stars that they always had. So they feel like they should be better. But I think Boston has kind of been the most consistently good team throughout the playoffs. Like they've lost a, a couple of big games. They almost blew that Miami series, which would have been rough. Yeah. And they easily could have lost in the second round. And maybe if the Bucks had been able to pull that out against them, we feel a little different. But Boston has, I do think, has like earned their spot in the finals. They played like the best team in the East, uh, at least with Middleton injured on the Bucks. So, and you know, through two games, like you said, it's one-one, it's tied. Um, both games, at least by the end of the game, were pretty much blowouts, but they were really competitive through at least the first half. It was just that in game one, Boston got crazy hot from three set a bunch of records. And then in game two, you know, the warriors just kicked the shit out of them in the second half. Uh, quick story about game two, Greg Toomey 
and I went and saw a play Sunday night, which was the night of game two. Uh, we John saw Proctor John Proctor is the villain. John which Proctor is, is the villain. You'll remember listener, from our cold open. Mm. The title of that play. Now it's coming right. full circle. Coming and we're rewarding the listener now. We're rewarding, we're about respecting that, that their intelligence. In the cold open. Yes. Yes. I love a callback. So anyways, we saw this play, got out of the play. It was great, by the way, around, um, you know, 9, 9.30 and got yeah. to a bar to watch the second half of the game. We get into the bar. It's great. Uh, I check my phone and the game is into the third quarter. Golden State's up by like six. So I go use the restroom, get a drink and meet Greg and. Uh, Ashley outside to watch the rest of the game and Golden State's up by like 18 points. Yeah. So yeah. like in the span of a few minutes, they just blew the game wide open. Yeah. And by the end of the quarter, it was like 30 points or something like that. And then yeah. the Celtics kind of cut it down to like, I think it was like a 20 point loss or something like that. So they kind of closed the gap a little bit, but it wasn't really that competitive by the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think Boston's playing so well because of the famous Boston baked beans? Greg, we'll go to you. Uh, just generally the Boston yeah. baked beans or did yeah. something happen recently? Do they, are they eating a lot of Boston baked beans? Is that giving, it is, it is the musical fruit. Is that giving them a little bit of rhythm out on the basketball court? I, do you yes. Think? Yeah. I do think in the, in the Eastern like conference playoffs. I yes. see. Yeah. Now, yeah. but what you got to understand is that golden state, um, is known for their Boston cream pies. You would think it would have been <laughs> from Boston, but it's actually, they originated in Boston, from San but Francisco. State, it's a West Coast. You know, it's very yeah. Uh, yeah. An artsy there. You know, there's yes. it's an artsy town. You got the big tech, but you also got little tech. Yes, you little got pie. little big tech. tech and li- big tech, little pine. Well, nuts. the original tech was pies. People don't talk about this enough. That's that true. Fact? Well, that's yeah. where the mat, you know, 3.147586824421. Right. That's right. Um, and they uh, wouldn't let you play varsity. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Greg, what, are you, what yeah. are you thinking about these finals so far? I, I, I set you up with a joke question, but yeah. I want to, I want to hear your real answer. What are you, what are you thinking so far? How are you feeling? My, my, you feel? like, the, you are the most pro Boston person. I okay. would say, on this show maybe right now maybe but i, I would I just say think you, and i mean that uh, in yeah, a nice yeah. way you yeah, like the I, team i like the like players tatum, on the you team. like yeah. yeah i do like i tatum um i'll give you a tatum take the old tt double t the tatum take is that i do think he okay because i know we're gonna well i don't want to jump ahead but actually he he's he's he hasn't played well so far generally gen uh not generally but um just like yeah, like if you were going to look at his stat, I mean, he had a game one where he had like 13 assists, but he made three shots. So, so I don't even see his line, Matt. I'm sure you have it somewhere for game two. But um, I want to see him step up in the next several games. I want to see Tatum, the old Tatum takeover. That's mm-hmm. what they used to call, say in high school about him. They used to call him Tatum takeover. Really? Double T's again? Yeah, double T's again. Wow. Um, so... That's what I want to see because I don't know, even in game one, even after the Warriors lost, I thought they were the better team. Uh, I just mm-hmm. felt it in the first three quarters. like they're going to destroy this team because they're just more, they're more uh, experienced. You know, mm-hmm. they're definitely more experienced. They're, I, they're, their coach has a lot more experience. Mm-hmm. Not to say he's a better coach because I think the Celtics coach is doing a great job with that team. For sure. Um, but they just... 
like after Celtics made all the shots to come back and win, the way the Warriors won, I think, was a, a statement to be like, try that shit again. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. try that again because we're we know how to we know what to do to fix that. You know, how to stop that. So I thought that was really um, kind of telling of of their team, and I do think they'll continue to to win. But I would love to see Tatum figure something out, you know, where he can have a really big game, maybe game three, going back home to Boston Bay bean town. <laughs> <laughs> Crack open a, a Sounds can of offensive. And just like get just down. Yeah. Yeah. But just get the Wait, can what, did you say around. it felt offensive to it say It felt that? offensive to say really? Boston Bay bean town. I don't okay. know why. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to talk about bit. the tea party? I'm still upset at that. I'm, I'm so upset. Guy. They waste all that tea. Yeah. Yeah. It's rude. Yeah. I gotta say, Greg, I, I watching game two, I felt the same way. Like Tatum wasn't having a good game, wasn't doing a whole lot. But oh, but he had like twenty five points, didn't he? He had he had twenty eight points. Yeah, he had twenty eight points. He shot okay. He, here's the thing, though, he turned the ball over a lot, which the Celtics did in general, and yeah. that really hurt them. Golden State's defense like came to play in game two. Yeah, like game one, they got lazy in the second half, and it really bit them, but. They were locked in. They were okay. forcing turnovers and deflections and all that. But then this is the other thing. Um, do you guys know what plus minus is? The stat? Mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. what that. Yeah. Do you want to mansplain it real quick? Yeah. For the oh, yeah. yeah. We're mansplaining. I keep forgetting oh, we're mansplaining to. basketball. Yeah, go ahead. So plus minus. That. Plus minus um, basically is when this player is on the court, how does the team do in point differential? So like, you know, when Davis Bertans was on the court, for his 10 minutes of the game, the Mavericks got outscored by 10 points. So he would be, be minus 10. Minus 10, because they were down 10 during the time. So, yeah. and it's it's a little, it's not the best stat, because like there's a million other variables. But looking at this, most of the guys on Boston, it's like in the single digits either way. There's some guys in the minus teens. Tatum was minus 36. Ooh, well, I mean, I mean, that could mean, yeah, that he played the most minutes too. It, yeah. And you're right. Like, it's not, it's not like a perfect stat. So but turnovers, but when like he's, he's literally, court. he's double anyone else. So I don't know. Well, it, 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 I don't, I, you know, I wish I watched the whole game because I, you know, I know we, we missed we that first half. watching that. I watched the first play. half. Did, would John you Proctor say they was were, the yeah, villain? He was the villain. John Proctor was, Tatum, was the villain. Were they double teamy? Like, what was kind of the? Uh, I honestly don't remember. But what was the, the first feel, half though? What was, did you feel? It's about the feel, feel. was was pretty competitive. Feel. It felt it okay. felt pretty competitive in the first half. Maybe the Celtics were even up by a few at halftime. It, Maybe like four points or something like that. So Golden State was up by two at the half. There you so go. Boston, okay. Boston yeah. did lead at points in the first half. Yeah, and then and then I think. Golden State figured something out or saw yeah. something okay, so or yeah, yeah I, they, I, I don't yeah I don't know what happened they, but they they clearly made some sort of adjustment and and how Golden many um, just oh didn't you Matt what was that crazy stat about the threes remember we saw they made the same amount yes of threes? so this is uh, I think really interesting as we kind of start to look forward in the series um, <laughs> where things might go so in the first game. Uh, Boston got crazy hot from three. They made 21 threes, which making 20 threes is a ton. Um, and particularly in the fourth quarter, they, I don't even remember, but watch the game. They made like 10 threes or something crazy and scored 40 points and just buried golden state. 
So Golden State kind of returned the favor in game two. Like we talked about, they got hot. They really shut the Celtics down. But then after the game, looking at the stats, looking, I looked at the three-point shooting, right? Because that was such a big thing in game one. Three-point shooting, Boston Celtics were 15 of 37, which is 40%. Golden State Warriors were 15 of 37, the wow. exact same. Yeah. So they didn't outshoot them. They just shut them down like defensively and yeah. just took the game over. So, you know, Boston has been the best defensive team pretty much all year, but I know statistically the Warriors were second in the regular yeah. season. I, I don't know that that's necessarily held up in the playoffs, but like they have the capability to do it. So, um, you know, both these teams have great offensive players, but it kind of seems like defense might be what ultimately decides how things go. And now defense we get game, that's right. <laughs> game, game three is tomorrow night. So yeah. By the time the listeners hear this, it may already be 2 1. Well, most of our listeners will be at John Proctor's De Villain, probably. Right. They, Playing at yeah, Studio Theater. Yeah. 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 And be. last week, last week must close, must close on Sunday, June 12th. That's so right. Get your tickets now. Yeah. If you are in the metropolitan DC area or if you're in Poland, come buy a ticket. Do a live stream, maybe. Fly a, oh, yeah. A little live stream, maybe from, old, from Poland. Yeah. yeah. They might. They could have it. They it could be coming there. It could be touring. You never know. Who knows? We'll, Who knows? we'll shoot. We'll shoot Patty a quick email. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. Patty. Well, let's talk Patty, about if, if you're listening. Who, who do you guys think is the best player? And I want to ask you a couple questions. Who's the best player in the series? Who's your Ooh. favorite player in the series? And we got to do this for. Do we do go round style? Yeah, we could do yeah. go round style. Best player, favorite player, and hottest player. Uh, all right. Let's yeah. start each round. I think we just go around. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we'll yeah. Go, so we'll best. Go best. Okay. Best. Best. Who wants to start? Who wants to start the circle? And no repeats, or are we allowed I to say the same? Repeat. Oh, right. oh, we well, if we want to be, no, fun, no, let's no, go, no, no. Let's go. Nah. Uh, let's go. Yeah. No repeats, just to see what no other players okay. are there. Great. Yeah. Okay. Great. 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 We can come. Great. I'll Great. say Steph Curry. The best. Yeah. yeah he's the, the best player. Yeah. Steph Curry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no repeats, so Matt. Oh, I thought say? I thought we meant like I can't repeat Steph Curry in another category. Oh, okay. I'm not going to say that. The best, let's because then let's we're just ranking that. the top three players. Okay, okay, well, let's do that. All right. So now so, I can't say Steph. We all saying Steph. For example, I would, say, I would have said Steph is the best player in this series. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense to you guys? Yeah. He's I'm the best two way player. He's the best. Uh, you know, he's he's he changed the way we play basketball. He's yeah. still playing great. He's you know, if LeBron wasn't, I mean, LeBron is incredible for so many reasons. I know I'm going to get some blowback from Chloe and MC for this, yeah. but I mean, the longevity of his career is un unbelievable. But like Steph yeah. is up there too, man, and he is still yeah, he's not slowing down. He's not slowing down. Yeah. So yeah, he is he is the best player in the series. Shout out. Shout out Tatum. Like he's an incredible yeah. player. He's had an incredible Absolutely. playoffs. I know at the the end of the year, we'll probably revisit our, our top 10 list. And he didn't, he was like barely left out last time. And I think that might need to change, but Steph has still got it. Like, yeah. Sometimes we talk about guys like, Oh, if this guy's 30, whatever, then clearly he's declining. But Steph, that doesn't like, if you feel look at how way. he's played that, well, it doesn't feel that way. And it's also just like, not true. Like in, right. in the stats he puts up, he's been hurt and the team hasn't been as good, but he's playing just as good. So yeah, I it's it's still Steph for me over Tatum as as good as he's yeah. been this year. 
uh, favorite player in the series. And if we're not, if we're doing no repeats, that means we can't do Steph. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. gonna go with. I'm gonna go Jordan Poole. Ooh, wow, I like that. nice. I like oh, that. Even too. though it probably would be Tatum in terms of like whose game I like the most, you know, like who I think would be like, you know, just anyway, if that makes sense. But um, it does. But just like fun favorite, like like that shot he hit. I'm, I know, but uh, at the buzzer at the third yeah. quarter. Yeah. Sorry, we'll do the go around and then I'll tell you why that shot was so impressive for me. You can, I mean, you uh, could go yeah, now go, if you go. want. Oh, yeah. No, for me, if when, when you watch the listeners, when you rewatch it, you can find it on your Twitter, on your Instagram, on your house of highlights. It's the shot is impressive at the buzzer. The the handles prior now handles for those yeah. who need the mansplain are the it's when you dribble the ball, and it's the way you dribble the ball. His handles are ridiculous, and they're like slow motion. Like it's like he's just like cutting you up you know like just rewatch that shot at the buzzer and you'll be like okay i see what you're talking about he's like shmeep, shmeep, hair, hair, buzzer. <laughs> and, then, and then he and then he shoots it but he like crosses two dudes up before he takes that shot at the buzzer so anyways i just he almost he reminds you of like a young greg toomey uh, yeah yeah. Like if I would have played varsity, that would have been me probably. If for I sure, I probably would. Yeah, I probably would have been. Would be on the. You probably would have been a little better, but yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna go favorite player. Uh, Draymond. Draymond Green. Yeah, that's a good oh, one. Um, because uh, you know Draymond. Um, what can you say about Draymond? He's incredible on defense. He's and he's fun to watch on defense in a way that I feel like most players aren't really like, cause he doesn't have the same size advantage that a lot of guys like Embiid or, or Gobert have, but he just like hustles his ass off and he's so emotional when he plays, like he's always interesting to watch. He yeah. is atrocious at scoring the basketball at this point in his <laughs> career. Like it's he he's yeah. not terrible on offense because he moves the ball and he he's a great passer. Like facilitator. Makes, yeah. yeah. But he is it, it looks sometimes like he's afraid to shoot. And then when he does shoot, he never makes it. So maybe that's why he's afraid. I don't know. But um still I'd say Draymond's my favorite player. And even if Steph were an option here, I would go with Draymond because I've always had a soft spot for him. Like his story is so cool. He was a, a second round pick or maybe a late first rounder, but uh, State, you know, baby. he got passed over by, I think, pretty much every team in the league and worked his way up from a bench player to a starter to an all star and to, a, I think, what will definitely be a Hall of Famer when he eventually retires. So shout out Draymond. My favorite player, I was also going to go with Draymond, but just for the sake of variety, I will say that my favorite player is. Let's go Otto Porter. Let's go Otto Porter. You know, the only wizard to make it to the NBA finals this year. We had a bunch who could have made it. Markeith Morris was on the Heat. Gary Payton Jr. was on the Wizards? Yeah. What? That is so embarrassing. Classic. Yeah, Classic look it up. Wizards. He was only there. So he was on a G League. And we, he was on for us. Up. And then we, I think we had, we, he played a few games and then he was, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. In 2019. Golly. What are we doing? Yeah. He was on the, oh man. 
Wow, he moved around a lot that season. Wow, good for him. Good for him. In fact, his Wikipedia picture is a wizard's picture. All right, maybe Gary Payton II is my uh, answer. No, I'm going to stick with Otto Porter. Otto Porter, I feel like uh, Washington mistakenly tried to cast him, Beal, and Wall in a big three back in the day, and that was never going to work. It was a joke. Otto Porter is exactly where he needs to be right now. He's a great role player. He 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 knows how to make a bucket. He knows he's he's good on on defense. I'm rooting for the guy. I you know I was uh, I'm, I'm happy for him. He is my favorite player in in the in the in the NBA Finals right now. Thank you for that. Yeah, I love uh, that. I love what about that. what about our hottest player? Now, Kelly Oubre was on the Warriors, but is no, no longer yeah. on the Warriors. I, would mention, so. I, I am going to point out, I don't think we've named a single Celtic yet. Yeah, that's, that's okay. true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with it, too. Yeah. I don't know. If- I think Tatum's very handsome. I think Jason Tatum is a very handsome man. I don't find a lot of the other Celtics players, like... Not that they're unattractive, but I don't like Jalen Brown is obviously a very handsome man, but he's not like I would like if 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 Jason Tatum asked me on a date. Oh, boy. Mm. Oh, if he if he asked me to John Proctor is the villain. Oh, yeah, I I would be I would go. I would go. Absolutely. He might. He might. He might. Who knows? What about co- what's the coach of the Celtics name? Ooh, Ime Doka. Ime is hotter than any yeah, of the players. Yeah, he's, he's very hot. He's definitely the hottest Celtic. We're gonna do when, we do when Chloe team. and MCAT are here we'll one of these days. We're gonna do a, a coach's list. We can't really oh, get yeah. into that without them extensively, but yeah, Ime, Ime can get it. On Frank, the, are you are you yeah. cutting your toenails? What's going on? I there? am, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like doing a. Qu- <laughs> you know, I just had to check in. All right, well, let's have to our second quarter. Uh, we've got eulogies. Wait, you know, uh, we didn't finish. Oh, we, 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 we said the coach. We said the coach. Yeah. Oh, is it? Do we? I I thought that was Greg's. Do we all? Oh well, I mean, did you say hottest? Did you say hottest? I said. I said Tatum. I said Tatum. Yeah. What'd you say, Matt? Clay Thompson. Oh, you know what? I I love Clay Thompson very much. You know what I don't like? Those Buffalo Wild Wings commercials that he's in. It's ridiculous to watch Clay Thompson eat. It's like he's fucking drinking a Mountain Dew Doritos, nachos, wings. It's like when you see LeBron and crumbled fucking Doritos (laughs) on wings. And they're like, Clay Thompson wings has 33 flavors, though. That's the 34 true. Signature, I, signature flavors. This is no shade on both of them. BBWs. Yeah. Um, but it just looks ridiculous. Like Clay Thompson's not eating the fucking Doritos crumbly mess. Like, come on. He he's got probably, taste. Probably he's not. class. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I feel like they did I feel like they did clay dirty. What's that signature drink they have for Mountain Dew now? Baja Blast, the Taco Bell. No, with uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. That's Taco Bell. I don't know. Maybe they just brought it over. <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings, Mountain Dew. <laughs> um, Mountain Dew Legend. What you guys want to hear? That like. sounds pretty good, actually. Do you guys want to hear about this? Okay, Mountain Dew yeah. Legend is inspired by the latest blackberry flavor craze and supposedly pa- pairs well with chicken wings. 
Um, if sodas were people, uh, sorry, what? Supposedly. Supposedly. If sodas were people, if sodas were people, <laughs> if sodas were people, Mountain sure. Dew would be your buddy who's down for whatever. Want to make a, a flaming hot Cheetos flavor? Sure. Want to release a cookbook? Why not? Want to create a boozy hard soda spinoff? Hell yeah. That freewheeling attitude applies to collaborating with restaurants as well. Blah, blah, blah. Do, do, do. Uh, Mountain Dew Legend is at BWW. The first time a PepsiCo brand has been exclusively sold by the sports bar chain is touted as something that's bringing sports, fan, sports fans a reason to celebrate. Finally, guys, we have a reason to celebrate. Um, Frank Dewey says Legend, this as he's wearing his uh, 2019 Washington Nationals <laughs> championship shirt. I haven't, I, haven't been able shirt. To, I haven't been able to celebrate in three years. And now, sure. now we have one. It, this has the exhilarating taste of original Mountain Dew with notes of blackberry, citrus, and ginger in a way that is uniquely designed to elevate Buffalo Wild Wings sauces, burgers, and other bar food items. So there you go. Okay. All right. I, I, I regret taking us back. Let's move on to the second quarter. You know, if sodas were people, Mountain Dew legend would definitely be the hottest player in the NBA finals, in my opinion. Yeah. All right, second quarter. Let's move into eulogies. Oh, man. Let's talk about, you know, I'm going to get through these other miscellaneous items first, and then and then we're going to do a deep dive on a topic that I think no one else is talking about. Um, but first, Phoenix. Phoenix Suns. We haven't had an episode, but they, I mean, they totally collapsed and these i mean it's like it's insane what happened yeah. in, in game seven good. at home they lost by like 50 points or something like that like it is they were yeah they were down by 50 at one point i forget what the final margin was but the mavericks who aren't even that good the wizards of the west we call them um <laughs> they just blew phoenix up phoenix who yeah made the finals last year was the best regular season team all year long. Um, they just kind of blew it. They blew it. Um, I mean, this Bucks. is like, this is like Gonzaga losing in March Madness. I mean, it was like, I'm trying to think of parallels. It, it was like a it's, like March Madness is different though, because in the NBA playing a seven game yeah. series, like the best yeah, team you feel should like win. Way worse. Yeah. Like, the best team should win. And, and, I mean, I guess the Mavericks were better, but that's who uh, they were. Said game, they, no one they would were have said in game that. seven. Yeah, right. They were in game seven. And there was all this stuff about like DeAndre Ayton seemed unhappy and he was up for a new contract last year. Phoenix didn't give it to him. Now he's going to be a free agent. So there's like some tension around that team. And with Chris Paul, who's, you know, he's been playing almost as long as LeBron. I think he's one year younger. Like, is he, you know, how long is their window going to stay open? They yeah. were such a good team this year, but I feel yeah. like there's still a lot of urgency for them. The Bucks, the other finalists who also lost in the second round, for them it felt a little more, um, like, it, it didn't seem like that big of a deal. They they lost to Boston in seven. They almost pulled it out. And their second best, or maybe third best player, but one of their stars was hurt. So, you know, with Giannis, he's in the prime of his career. It feels like they'll be back. Phoenix, 
I don't know. It feels a little more. Um, yeah, do like some. I'm, I'm a little worried about them. I'm a big Chris Paul fan, and I'm a little worried that he might have already had his best shot on that team. Mm-hmm. I think Aiton, they, they don't like Aiton for some reason. Like they're blaming yeah, they, the stuff on him. And I don't know if that's fair. They, they just don't want to pay him. And it's maybe, you know, it's, I think, kind of an interesting thing. If you look at like, like centers, you have your guys like Embiid and Jokic, who are just like obviously superstars. The whole offense revolves around them. But if you're talking about basically every other center in the league, someone like Aiton or even Gobert, who's a great defender, but if you have a center who's not like a superstar offensively, how much money do you really want to give them? And I think that's kind of where where Phoenix is with Aiton, like, yeah, he's a great player. He's been really good for them. But if but they can pay you have him, someone else, like, Steven Adams or someone like, right? Could you go cheap at center yeah. and, you know, like, yeah, I get you. Do you want to give Aiton Luka Doncic money? That's basically yeah. the decision. I do not. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't yeah. want to give Aiton De- uh, Luka Doncic money either. And I like DeAndre Aiton and I think he is a valuable player. He's but- great but I don't think the Suns have room and it feels like they, I don't know. I don't know. This, this was their time. Like you said, this was their window. The West was wide open this year. No Clippers, no Lakers, no nuggets. nuggets. The nuggets were in there, but they were missing their, you know, Jamal Murray. Even, even, you know, I I know this team is not at the same level of those other teams, but even the Blazers, you know, they're competitive every year. So like, you know, next year could be, literally the wild wild west <laughs> because the, the Kawhi might Jim come West's. back yeah uh dame i'm sure the blazers are going to make a huge desperado move rough rider <laughs> no you don't no please keep going greg i'm so sorry i don't know but you know the blazers are going to probably either make a go all in trade to keep dame there one last time see if they can win Lakers, I gotta think will be better, right? I mean, you can't uh, can't be a lot worse. Can't be a lot worse. Although um, with LeBron and AD, like those are two guys who I think LeBron at this point, those guys are both injury risks. Like if they could yeah. easily get hurt again. But like, what if True. Anthony Davis finally puts it together and like stays healthy for a season and he'd be in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, he's an, he's exactly. He's built for. He's a god, you know. So I don't yeah. know. Anyway, sorry, Greg. Keep going. No, and keep that's going. it. I'm just basically I'm excited for that, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because this year, really, the East was kind of, in some ways, the the better. I mean, just yes. by number, right? Yes, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. There were there were more contenders. It felt well, like. yeah. Like by the end of the season in the West, it was kind of like okay, well, these are the top three teams, you know. Like it, right. and in the East, it was like everybody was saying the Nets were going to, you know. So I, I like that. I'm excited. Hopefully next year um, we get that that same feel. I know we'll talk about that in another pod probably, but um, yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Um, speaking of another sort of train wreck, uh, Phil- the Philadelphia 76ers had Ooh. sort of a inspired, it was a weird second round for them because they lost, which was really bad. And they lost at home, I believe, which is really bad. The Miami Heat whose biggest star Jimmy Butler was on the Sixers until like three years ago when the Sixers traded him to the heat and the Sixers traded for Harden and they traded away Ben Simmons and Seth Curry. And they 
I, I don't know if they would have beaten the Heat because the Heat were obviously a very good team. They took Boston to seven. Like, it's a very good team. So, you know, no shame in losing to them. But, like, it's definitely a team that, I mean, they haven't made the conference finals yeah. in how long? You know, I think, I think since career. early 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um. It's it was tough. It was a tough spring for and it's it's hard because like Embiid was super banged up in the first round and the second round. He missed some games. Ah, but I right, mean yeah. he was banged up last year too. He like, broke his face. He, he he's broken his face twice in the yeah. playoffs. And like that sucks and it was bad luck, but it, I mean we've seen pretty much every team has had injuries. Um, even Boston, yeah. who kind of has their full team right now, they've been missing guys at various points. So uh, I don't know. And the, the bigger part, honestly, than that is that Harden just did not look good. Like he just, I mean, I think he's a good player at this point, but he just isn't like a top 10 awesome, awesome player. And they have a really interesting situation here because Harden. Uh, could be a free agent this summer. I think he he's got one more year on his future deal. Wizard, future win. Oh God, I oh, <laughs> take back. Um, but he's he's up for a, a big contract. So like, if you're Philly, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what they do. Yeah, absolutely. We've also got, um, and we don't need to go through all of these, but you know, we've got we've got some optimistic stories as well. You know, the Grizzlies were very like inspiring cool upstart team yeah. this year second in the west and like really performed well in the playoffs luca obviously made Mads, it to the western yeah. conference finals earlier than expected the bucks took boston to seven very easily could have made it uh, again to the eastern conference finals so i don't know uh, of those teams or any other teams that come to mind for you like is there any um uh, whose future burns the brightest? Who are you most excited about? What, you know, go anywhere with it, guys. Mansplain to me what you think about those three teams. I was wondering if our stat guy could look something up for me. Um, <laughs> the uh, old stat, so Matt Statichino over there. Giannis won a championship uh, in what year of his career? Oh, how does year that eight, compare? Maybe? How many years has he been? Was he in league? And I how think it was old eight, was he? How right? old was he? How old is he now? Give me some goddamn time to look it up. You know, no, I'm just throwing, questions. Cover, I'm just throwing out questions. Cover for me. Okay, okay. To, cover for me. Uh, point is, okay, Giannis, Gian, who do you want to compare him to? LeBron James. Mm, it was Ooh. probably pretty similar. It was yeah. probably so Giannis. Um, He's 27 years old. So he won at age 27. 26. Okay. He won at age 26, which and it was, was his eighth. And LeBron had to go to Miami to win one. Yeah, mm. yeah. And that was how old? LeBron was 27 years old. Oh. So this was he was in his yeah. he was in his ninth year. Wow. No, excuse, uh yes, ninth year. Okay. Wow. I just think that um I was thinking about this and like I think we are still under as as men that are fans of, <laughs> we're still underselling Giannis. I agree. I, I agree too. I think yep. when should I, we bet I, the Bucks to win next year, right now, hundred percent. I think we yeah. should. Yeah, yeah, I think, think we, we should pull too. out the old fan duel. Yeah, I'll see. I'll I just see what the think odds are. He is so 
as long and he seems like a, I think what he has is a Russell Westbrook um, physicality in the and what I mean by that is I don't you rarely see Russell Westbrook get hurt mm-hmm. in his Absolutely. entire career for he all his flaws for I mean, all his hurt. flaws yeah he'll get hurt here and there but he'll play through injuries I just yes. think Giannis is so physical yes so talented um, he's he's gotten better every year in the last like four years he'll add Spearless. a jump shot he'll add three pointer you know his threes have gotten better. I expect him to get another championship. Um, maybe if it's, yeah. you know, maybe yeah. next year. I, here's why you want to know why they didn't win this year. And MC, this one's for you, but it's because Grayson Allen was starting on that team. Mm. Yes. How did that yeah. happen? I don't even remember. Like, PJ Tucker. It, that was the PJ Tucker spot. That's embarrassing. It is like embarrassing. Anybody, I mean, I, he's not, he's a, He's he's a uh, fine role he's player. An NBA player. Yeah. He's no JJ Redick. They do need that's, that's something right. you that's something you Where's saw. Where's his though, poetry? Where did great where's Grayson Allen's poetry? He probably wrote some poems in his day. Yeah, maybe. With but, yeah, I think I think in the offseason the Bucks do a signing or something, maybe a trade, and I'd like to see them whoop some ass next year. They need that's another my, they need another take. wing guy because they have with Middleton when he was hurt. That's kind of yeah. what you saw. Dudes like Grayson Allen had to start, like, and they just didn't have a lot of depth back there. So, but I'm I'm with you, Greg. I think Giannis yeah. is underrated. I think they'll be back. I kind of think he'll win MVP last or next year. Um, and I I sort of feel like he should have won it this year too. Like, I just I think he's the best player by a decent amount, and um. I think the the Mavs and Grizzlies both have very bright futures, but like, yeah. if I had to bet on one of those teams to win a championship in the next five years, it would be the Bucks by a mile. Well, let's yeah. talk about. I worry about. Um, oh, go, go ahead, Greg. Go no, ahead. I just just I worry about Morant honestly, just because he's so Size. physical he, and he he doesn't quite have the body of like a Westbrook or a Giannis, where he I think he can get hurt. And or even like Luca, even like Luca. Luca, yeah. Like, yeah, Luca's a big boy. Yeah, true. He'll he, play through a twisted ankle, like you don't even and, know. Yeah, and um, and Jaws like so, and not just physical, but like he, yeah, he's like high flying and athletic. Yeah. He's always in the air. He's always mm-hmm. drawing contact. He's always at the rim. But so uh, yeah, I feel that it, it'll be interesting to see which of those teams is better next year because they feel kind of similar to me, like those young superstars who are in their whatever fourth year maybe yeah and they they made it maybe a little further than people thought they would this year they have good supporting cast but not really a second star so yeah it's it's going to be fun to see where those teams go and how much better they are than the lakers next year (laughs) yeah (laughs) well let's talk about let's spend our second half talking about a topic that no one else is talking about i don't know why but the 2022-2023 Washington Wizards, boys. Speaking of a team that's going to be better than the Lakers. That's, yeah, I mean, yeah. we were this year. We were this year. Um, so a uh, couple things like on the uh, agenda for the Wizards in this offseason. Bradley Beal, we got to figure out what we need to do with him. And then I also have a note here saying we need a point guard. (laughs) Do you want to talk about that? (laughs) Yeah. You want to start there? I mean, yeah. Yeah. uh, We need a point guard. The note I think kind of says it all. (laughs) We, uh, so uh, just to recap uh, the wizards. Mansplain to me. Yes. So last year um, 
in the offseason, the Wizards acquired uh, Spencer Dinwiddie um, in a, a big trade to replace Russell Westbrook, who they sent to the Lakers. Westbrook, who replaced John Wall, who's now on the Rockets. Who replaced so, Gilbert Arenas. Replaced, yeah, replaced and it goes Richard, way back. Richard so, Hamilton. But, but <laughs> you know, we had, we had Wall here for like almost a decade, but since he left, since he's been hurt, um, it's been like this carousel. So we bring in Dinwiddie. He doesn't work out. And at the trade deadline, they trade him away. With Dinwiddie gone, there's this point guard vacuum on the team. And we close the season with like a, a greatest hits of former <laughs> Wizards. Wizards backup point guards. And backup is kind of the, the key word there. So we it was a three-headed monster of uh, Raul Neto, um, Sadoransky yeah. and Ish Smith, three players that honestly I have a lot of affection for. Great but, players and seem like good guys, seem like good human beings. Coach Ish, but, but none of them Coach are Ish. a starting point guard, at least not on a not on a playoff team, which the Wizards claim to maybe be. I don't know. We'll see about that. Um, but I still think Denny's the point guard. I and I love That's that. interesting. That's interesting. I love that. I love, but honestly, whether or not we, we want to like sign or trade for a point guard probably has something to do with whether or not we want to keep Brad. Cause I feel like that's like everything sort of revolves around that. Like whether he stays or whether he goes kind of dictates the direction of the next kind of couple seasons. I think we could. What do you guys, oh, go ahead, Frank. I, I just want to, one question just to sort of frame this conversation because I was at a, um, a cookout at a, fr- at a neighbor's house like a week ago. And, and I mentioned that I was a Wizards fan because the NBA came up. And so I mentioned I was a Wizards fan and they were like, oh, Bradley Beal, huh? Yeah, I think I think he's great. And and this this is somebody who's from Syracuse, New York. So he, he didn't have any allegiance to Washington. And I was like, yeah, yeah, he's great. And like what was going on for me internally was kind of like, yeah, he's he, he's yeah. He's good. He's it's good. So, it's so funny because Greg and I, uh, when we went to see John Proctor as the villain together at Studio yeah, Theater, uh, must close June 12th. <laughs> we we kind of shared a similar sentiment. And I and it's it's unfair because it, it's super unfair. It's I, really unfair yes, because yes. Brad has played here for 10 years and and not not just that, he was part of some great well, relatively for the Wizards, uh, yeah. great playoff runs. Good memories, good memories. Good memories. You know, he made it to the second round a few times. Um, but most of all, when John got hurt and then John got traded, like Brad stayed here. He never asked for a trade. He has never forced his way out like so many players and, have. And by all accounts, he wants to stay here. Yeah. He, he has I think, publicly I think, and apparently privately right. indicated that this he is accepting yeah. the, the that you know responsibility to the fans. I, yeah, I, I don't think it's like an act with him. I think he genuinely has affection for the team and the city. And he he's given them a chance. He's given them two full seasons since John was officially out of the picture to be like, what can we do? And the first season, they made the playoffs with Russell Westbrook. They got uh, you know, lost in the first round of Philly second year, they don't even make the playoffs. So like, you know, if you're Brad, you got to, what do you want to do here? Like, do you, do you want to stick around? So like, 
I, I, I feel like it's unfair to Brad because he has really, I think, stuck it out with us through some rough years. And I feel like when I share that kind of like lukewarm feeling about Brad, it's all to do with the contract that he's about to sign. Yeah, I agree. Whether it's with the Wizards or somewhere else, he's about to get a max contract and he's not, he's just not that level of player. And honestly, great player. And I don't, not a a guy like Jokic or Luca or Embiid or LeBron or what he's just not. And as a, as a basketball fan, I don't want to have to think about or worry about contracts. I hate that. I have to think about that. I just want to care about what's on the court, but his contract, what the amount of money that he's going to get paid means that we can't, Bill, what the, what the wizards need, in my opinion, is we need to build, we need to like keep building and growing and not centralize, you know, all of our capital yes. into one player. We and need we, to start bringing in, and we've started to do that, right? The Dinwiddie thing didn't work out. The Bertans thing clearly didn't work out, <laughs> but we, that is like what we're trying to do right now. And if we, if we, if we give this max deal, the super max deal to, Bradley Beal, then all of that capital is locked up in one person. It becomes this albatross that hangs over the team for the rest of, and that's not fair to him. It's not fair to us. It's it, it's it's a like a no win situation. Also, it stinks. We should we should point out where we're coming from as as Wizards fan, as Wizards fans as uh, you know as Zard's Nation. Uh, Fifteen years ago, Wizards gave Gilbert Arenas our hero, superstar player, uh, super max deal. He got hurt and his career went in the tank and he was never the same. 10 years later, John Wall, our number one overall pick, our hero, our savior, our favorite player, got the Supermax deal, got hurt, was never the same. So I, you know, there's some of that too. Like we're we're all, I think, I at least am very much focused on like a worst case scenario, which again isn't fair to Brad and isn't maybe realistic, but but again, even if he doesn't get hurt or if things go okay, I just don't see them going much further than they've gone with Brad getting paid $50 million a year. It's just hard to build, I think, like a contending championship team with him getting paid that kind of money. Yep. Yeah. I totally agree. Greg, I, I know I have spoken yeah. a lot and I know Matt has spoken a lot. What are you thinking about for Brad and for the future of the wizards? Are you on the same page as us? Or are you, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, it's, I'm in agreement. I mean, if you, as much as we love Brad, like if he stays, then what, you know, um, what could you possibly do with the roster you have in the draft picks you have to, be an actual contender in the next. I mean, he's going to sign a four-year deal probably or something. It just doesn't seem fair to him or us, you know. Like I think that's the that's the main thing. The that sucks really, really sucks because he he's pretty good. I hear what you guys are saying. He's not mm-hmm. like definitely he's not def- yeah. he's definitely not a top five player, but his skill level is pretty high as an offensive player. I'm not yeah. sure if his defense right. is. But he, he had a really bad shooting back, year. Someone was saying he might have been hurt the whole year because his shooting was off this year. <laughs> and his wrist, he had to have surgery on his wrist to end the season. So it's like maybe there was something going on there maybe early in the season. it was just a lost year, yeah. Because two years ago, I mean, he he almost led the league the in scoring. scoring. Last yeah. year. 
Yeah, you, the season before but, oh, sorry, the one yeah. that sent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking maybe even the year before. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that, but even the year before, yeah, he was averaging like twenty nine points a game, thirty points a game, yeah. which he can, which you know, in this league, it's not that easy to do that, you know. So, well, actually, maybe it is. I don't know, <laughs> but either way, it's just I don't know. I, if if they had to make like a big, I have a trade for you. Ooh, I love this trade corner. We trade Porzingis. Love it. And Beal. Okay. Okay. To the Warriors. For? For, I don't know how that would fit financially. (laughs) Now that I think, now that I just said it, now that I said it out loud. Yeah, keep going. For Clay Thompson and their rookie guy that hasn't played yet from Memphis. I can never remember his name. Oh, not Kaminga, but um, Wiseman? Moody? Moody or Wiseman? Yeah. I like Kaminga too, by the way. I like Kaminga. How about this? How about this? We trade Beal for Kaminga and uh, Wiseman and a draft pick. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang and on. Clay Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Beal and Porzingis for Wiseman. Oh, no, you know what? Porzingis is going to end up somewhere else. Porzingis, let's trade him to Phoenix because they're not okay. going to have a big man. They're going to need a big man. Okay, okay, so we trade. What about Porzingis for, for, for Aitren? Aiton. I'll take Aiton. Sign and trade. 100, I would definitely take oh, yeah. Aiton. Phoenix yeah. wouldn't do that, though. What do they want with Porzingis? They need yeah, a, they fresh need blood. Man. You need fresh, fresh blood. blood in there. He can play yeah. defense. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. He can yeah. shoot. Aiton can't shoot. Man, we're really and trying Porzingis to sell Porzingis. Can, Porzingis can shoot. I hate Dude, him. He can. But he, he can, can shoot. He can shoot better than Aiton. And then, so we're going to get Aiton. So the next year's team is going to be uh, starting lineup. Denny. Okay. Kuzma. Okay. Hey, wait, why are we getting Wiseman as well? From- <laughs> we're going Denny at the point. Okay. We're going, uh, Jordan Poole is going to sign a deal with us because we're going to trade Bill. We're going to have Jordan Poole. Okay. Because he's going to want to play. Actually, uh-huh. no. James Harden, <laughs> Jordan Poole, Kuzma, Rui. Our center, we're going to go with small ball. Denny. <laughs> Wait, Denny's playing point, point guard and center? And center. Yeah, that's okay. like Magic okay. Johnson style. Magic okay. Johnson style. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. That's my thoughts on that. Right. What about, is there any world, I guess I've been pitching this for every episode now, but is there any world in which we can get Porzingis for Westbrook? Because why do you want to trade? What are you talking about? Yeah, Just they get, actually. Because I gotta get Porzingis out of here. I gotta get Porzingis out yeah. of here. And I, I'm. But what the are Lakers, the teams yeah. that are willing to take on Westbrook's contract right now? I None. think. I think Hopefully we would. not the Wizard because yeah. they would have to also yeah. give a draft pick or something. And the Lakers came out and said they're not willing to do that. So I think Westbrook's going to be a Laker next year. I think so too. I think so too. And you know what? I wish him the best. I want that man. I want that man to do. Very well. I mean, uh, what's about, gonna happen with John Wall? He's I hope he plays. Play it's fucking the Wizards, ridiculous. The Wizards oh, did you guys do see, need a point guard? Did you guys see what Colin Coward said? Oh, no. about how John Wall. Yes. Yes. And oh, thank Russell you. Westbrook. I was gonna say that. I was yes. gonna say that. Well, Colin who was Coward the went on a rant. Was that guy though? I think it was Steph Curry or something like that. Let me pull it up. Oh, Draymond. 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 Yes, Green. it was. Yeah. It was yeah. Draymond. So Colin Coward went on this rant about how. Um, John Wall never made any of the other players around him better. Russell Westbrook never made any of the other players around him. Uh, 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 Draymond Green does that every single day, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, what are you talking about? Gortat was a fucking starting center 
in the NBA next to John Wall. Marquise Morris Wall. was a starter because of John Wall. Like he he was he 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 elevated Brad. Bradley Beal to who he is. Brad would not be that contract. He got yeah. he Otto, Otto Porter, Otto Porter had one of the worst contracts in the league yeah. for years because of John Wall. It was an insane, yeah. but also insane like Draymond take. to say that Draymond makes his team better when you have Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. I'm so, yeah, he's the reason yeah, why Steph right. Curry's so good. Right? Yeah, exactly. It's not a bad take. I think I mean, Draymond, Draymond, is a good, Draymond makes his guys. Come on, let's not do the same thing. Of course, let's not do the same. I'm just saying, like, don't try to say that he's done it more than someone like John Wall. Well, Draymond I, does have three championships. I would argue okay, that's that the, James the Harden argument. is a better example of that, right? Oh, easily. Because James Harden is someone... a better example of that. Of not making the other people yeah. around him better. That's interesting. Yeah, but we're, we're the that's only actually pod, really though. Interesting. We're the only pod that's brave enough to say that. Yeah, They're all come, scared come of at us. They're all scared of Come at us. Yeah. I feel like we haven't been aggro enough at other podcasts recently. I feel like that was a part of our yeah. brand. I liked, I liked your on. Simmons, your Simmons cut at Thank the beginning. You. That was Thank really you. good. But speaking of which, fuck him, man. Like yeah. Celtics in the finals. No. It's a it's just it's rough. He's fucking like a pig and shit right now. Oh, I, I had to stop. I'm not, I can't listen to him anymore. He's been, I mean, I will say he's actually been pretty measured. He's been pretty it That's hasn't good. been a lot of joyful gloating, but uh, yeah. But but speaking of joyful gloating, let's give some flowers to some people for hoopers and poopers. I uh, I can go first, uh, so you guys don't have to be on the spot. I'm gonna give. I'll share my screen right quick. Um, I'm just gonna give. I'm gonna give some flowers to Bradley Beal, who uh, and he's my hooper of the week. Because he uh, did this project where he revitalized uh, Banneker uh, basketball court. Um, oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, thank you, John Wall, for that. Super cool. Thank you for investing. John Wall. In, or Bradley Beal. Jesus well, Christ. Well, he got him signed. He got him the big contract. Yeah, well, John, John Wall, Wall got Bradley Beal signed. He makes, he makes now, players yeah, better right, around him. Right. Well, and John Wall really did invest. John Wall in did a lot, too. Yeah. So, so That's so cool. Maybe, we got to go play. We got to go play would, over there. I would love that. Let's do a live episode from there. Um I'm also okay. going to, I'm going to save a Hooper for the week um, as like a sincere thing at the end, but first I'm going to do my Pooper of the week. I learned that Peyton Pritchard of the Celtics, mm. his old Twitter username was fast PP. And it's no longer fast PP. And so he is my Pooper of the week. Bring back fast PP. Come on. That's such a good username. Fast, fast PP. He's owning Fast PP. That's really funny. That's good. Be Fast PP, Peyton Pritchard. I like um, it. Um and my my Hooper of the week, I got to give a shout out to Steve Kerr for his comments after the oh, yeah. uh tragedy in Texas and um uh yeah, nothing funny and there. Pop, just 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 really in there too. Sure. Pop, yeah. yeah. Pop as well. If you listening, people listening though, if you don't know what we're talking about. We're not going to mansplain it. Just Google Steve mm -hmm. Kerr, Uvalde, and just watch the video because he says it. Uh, I think he, he says what a lot of us, I think, are feeling. Absolutely. Um, he says it very, um, uh, I think, is just uh, effective at kind of delivering that message. 
both clearly <laughs> and also with, I think, the proper level of emotion. And it was on the, the evening of, and they were playing a game, and he, I didn't know this, but lost his father to gun violence, uh, I guess, when he was 18 or something like that, yeah, years old. And uh, I didn't I didn't either until I read something that said that. So, so anyway, um, just uh, thank you, Steve Kerr, for your out. Yeah. advocacy there. So anyway, uh, Greg, Matt, Hooper, Pooper? I'm going to give my Hooper to J.J. Reddick. Mm. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. yeah. I, second. Oh, my Bringing God. it back. Bringing it Dude, back. Which one are you talking about, uh, Matt? Oh, you was the well, second this, time we've given him the Hooper. Yeah, Frank gave him Hooper the week last month. What the hell is happening? Well, I was MCAT, also, MCAT, I was where are you? No, I know. Yeah. But he, he has just been holding it down so hard on first take, holding people accountable. And it's just like we need more of that from people you, like him. Can you can you mansplain to our yeah. audience like what I that did, actually I did looks hear, like? In, I did hear that he was like standing up to Stephen A. a little bit. It today that was the or was it, oh. it was either today or yesterday that was the one I was thinking about. But the other one I I don't re- I remember the essentially this one <laughs> it was Mad Dog uh, um, Russo was saying right? that. Um, I don't remember what he, what the take he was basically was, doing like been, the shut up and dribble thing yeah. and the yeah and and JJ just called him out on it on live TV saying listen man that's basically it's a it's a it's racist what you're saying like you know and I don't appreciate that and I'm you know and today he said to St- Stephen A said something he basically was like so you're gonna take back what you just said and Stephen A was like well no he's like. I just want to be sure. So and like, you got to look up the clip, but, but the, I don't, it's not too important what he's saying for, cause I, I, I don't want to misquote him. Sure. It could come off the wrong way, but just for the, for Hooper, for hope, for being, holding people accountable and accountability. I think, you know, we could all, um, what a true Hooper that. does. Yeah. That's what a true Hooper does, but that's what I did with the coach and, you know, circling him that's right you know i held his ass accountable called him a jackass you know i definitely won in that in that argument oh you got him Um, he still thinks about it. he still thinks about it he's like damn that kid could have been something (laughs) um i got a clip here that says jj riddick uh oh never mind i'm just gonna edit that out that was terrible i I apologize please go ahead actually um on court hooper is jordan bull yeah i love yeah he's just been so much fun and excellent um, hmm. That's a t- that's a tough one. I I I, I don't want to put in that much negativity out there right now. I can't think of I don't because I can't think of one. I don't want to make one up. You want to do like a jokey one, right? You want to keep it light. You want I would want to keep it light yeah. and keep it right and tight. But I can't think of one. If I think of it while Matt's going, I'll throw it out there. At the okay. End. Um, Hooper of the week. Uh, I've got a few bouncing around, honestly, right now. Uh, Clay, Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson's my hooper. Um, a couple of a quick shout outs. Al Horford, uh, who is a Boston Celtic. He's playing in his first finals. And uh, before Boston made the finals, he had the record for most games played without making the finals, like of any NBA player who's ever played. So playoffs are just... Any game, most uh, sorry, most playoff games oh, okay. without getting to the finals, um, and that's you know that's kind of like a tough record to have. He's been really good for a long time, and he's been a big part of that team. They wouldn't be there without him. So it's been nice seeing him play in the finals. 
Kevon Looney has been a big part of Golden State's run, and I love that he's been playing so well. Like he's along with their big three. He played in the 2019 finals. He played in that Raptors series. Like he, you know, he knows what he's doing. He rebounds, he plays defense. But those guys aside, I got to give it to Clay just because like the Warriors have had such a long road back to the finals, and it's been longer for him than anybody. He got hurt in the 2019 finals. He was out a whole year. And then after rehabbing for a year, hurt himself again with an even more severe injury, missed a whole nother year, then missed half of this current season. And just has like slowly worked his way back. And they've been so patient. And, uh, you know, he was the key. He came back and they got back to the finals. Someone, someone mentioned to me today, shout out Deborah Crab, DC, the big Clay DC. Thompson fan. Uh, she mentioned that, you know, Clay has made six straight finals. So LeBron, you need to watch your back, bro, because LeBron gets touted as like, oh, he made the finals eight straight times. Clay Thompson made it five straight times, missed two years, came back, and they're right back in the finals. So wow. Shout out Clay Thompson. It's incredible. Pooper. Wow. I didn't know Pooper. that. Pooper of the week. John Proctor. John Proctor. You <laughs> took my joke, Frank. God Wait, really? damn it. It was, yeah. Oh my God, Matt, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Take it again. I'm so sorry. Okay, it just, yeah. it just popped into my we'll head. Edit we'll edit we'll, it. I'll edit <laughs> it. I'll edit this whole thing out. So my pooper of the week, Greg, do you know who I'm going to say? Um, Lord? Oh no, she's the who. No, no, no. Hooper of the week. Hooper of the week. Hooper of the week. Ah, it's it's all right. Just edit all this out, Frank. John Proctor is the villain. Seated Studio Theater. For real though, I'm gonna throw in some plugs because it feels like we're wrapping up. Um, Yeah, I think we're wrapping up. It's hopefully you made it to the end of the pod because don't see John Proctor as the villain. Come see Suddenly Last Summer. Let's go with Avant Bard Theater at the Gunston Arts Center in Arlington, Virginia. Let's go. Um, Memphis Grizzlies, Tennessee Williams, baby. Tennessee Williams. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that guy did that. Did that, did that, that kill get you, Frank? Frank? That got Frank good. Who was that? <laughs> that was really good, Greg. That was really good. Thanks, man. I was Sorry, keep going. Guys, you ruined you ruined my pooper of the week. You ruined my ruined plug. <laughs> I'm <else>? very sorry. <laughs> I I saw this play two years ago. It's fantastic. Matt is fantastic. And I, Matt, please please yeah, continue the, your pod. So plug. It, it is. It's a real it's it's a real plug. It's a play that I'm in. Um, it's a Tennessee Williams play. Like Frank said, we we put it up two years ago in the spring of 2020, but it got shut down with everything else in March of that year. Um, we've been really lucky to have the chance to put this show up again. Uh, the character I play is Polish shout out Poland. Okay. Uh, I'm wearing a blonde wig. There's a lot happening in this play. So if you're interested, if you're in the DMV this weekend or next weekend is closing on June 18th, hit me up because, uh, it's been a really cool play to work on and it's a interesting character. Um, on the theater you've front, had two though. years to think about it i mean that i have i've been stewing on it you know it's been it's you know frank clay you, thompson <laughs> you know you had two years exactly. out had two years out um 
Yeah, Frank, you saw it two years ago, but I do think it's it's a different play. Like uh, one of the actors is different, but the design stuff is all different. I want whatever. I won't go on about it, but um, yeah, come check it out. And then G two, I think has maybe some uh, theater stuff. Maybe we'll see. Maybe. We'll make sure we okay. sign some contracts. Yeah, we'll, we'll, te- we'll tease <laughs> that. We'll tease that for the next one. Yeah, I'm maybe. like Bradley Beal right now. You know, I'm like waiting. Yeah. You got to see what the we got to see Guys, what the contract. I just what? I just got to say because I didn't say this earlier. Prediction: I think Bradley Beal next season is going to be playing in South Beach for the Miami Heat. Whoa! We we didn't even mention that, and that's a I really know. good prediction. A little sign and trade. No. We'll save, yeah, yeah. Wow. Does that mean we, we get Hero? We get Tyler Hero? That's what I think. I That'd think be nice. So, all right, real quick. Miami, Miami lost this year to Boston, as we talked about. Their team is getting old. Jimmy Butler was looking real worn out. Um, and Miami is just, they have a history of going after big stars. Uh, honestly, Donovan Mitchell, I think, is the other guy they might try I to I think go I was going to say that, yeah. But... He'd be a better fit, honestly. Um, I think they have a guy who's kind of a natural trade piece and hero who like plays a similar position as Brad, but he's a lot cheaper. He's younger. So I feel like if they traded hero and like all of their draft picks for the next decade for Brad, I could see I'm, something like that. I would be down with that. I I would be down for that. It seems like you know, from a team Zingas? building perspective. Oh, never. God, they need to send it. That's but funny. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It, it feels like Miami's going to do something. Yeah. I was just going to say, if we trade Brad, we a million percent have to trade Porzingis. There's no yes, God. absolutely. I mean, Ugh. I would. Yeah, I don't know who. I mean. I'm sure there's a team that would want him. Honestly, we'll figure yeah, it out. Tommy absolutely. will figure it out. We got to maybe be the patient. Lakers for Anthony Davis and Bradley Trust the Beal. Process. Ooh, there you go. <laughs> I wouldn't say no. I wouldn't say no. And um, uh, what's the kid? Oh, damn. Mark McClung, 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 McClunky. You know what I'm talking about? I think McClung. I do. Mark oh, Mc- you know who's a good pooper of the week for you, Greg? <laughs> yeah. Those darn inquisitors from Obi Wan. Oh man. No spoilers. They are pooping. They are pooping on people's expectations <laughs> Damn. Uh, of, of survival <laughs> <laughs> all right well that's it uh for us uh this is the Hoops that is Crew. it for us that's it that's all we like got us this subscribe us man we're mansplaining to you every episode mansplain to us though leave a comment tell yes. us tell, tell us what, what is done better yeah. We do have an email address. It's called hoopscrewforever at gmail.com. That is real. So if you want to send in some mail, um, I don't think we've ever gotten any fan mail. So that, you I know, we, I think we need to start to show off next time with the email. Yeah. That would make mm. more sense. Yeah. Let that them know, like, hey, sense. like, you're listening to this. Boom, boom, boom. Hit us up with an email so not, after the show. So you can. Who's screw forever at gmail.com? Who's screw forever at gmail.com? Shout out MCAT and Chloe. We miss you. Yes. This 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 episode was a little crazy without you. So please, please come back. We're struggling without you guys. So um, uh, respect, love, peace, admiration, and um, uh, go Wizards. Shout out Ukraine. Yeah, shout out Ukraine. Bye.